This is No Starving Artist Podcast. I'm Anisa Benitez, your host and fellow creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, mentally and spiritually, as we all deserve a successful creative life. Hey everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today's episode is about moving from peace to passion. We'll be exploring the vibrational scale, which is sometimes referred to as the emotional scale. This topic is relevant to the starving artist because it's common for the starving artist to be stereotypically desperate. And when you're hustling and you're desperate for something, you're usually not at peace. You're definitely feeling fired up because of that desperation, but it's very different from feeling passionate. And I think it can be easily confused, but moving from peace to passion is actually more sustainable and you're likely to stay passionate for much longer when your default vibe is peace. So there's a lot of course of talk around high vibe people. I want high vibe people around me and this isn't really about that. It's more about having self-awareness around where your vibration is and how to bring it up so that you're more likely to yeah, feel impassioned around the work that you're doing, feeling in more flow state, feeling it more organically. So it's a lot more difficult when your default is insecurity. Climbing back up that vibrational scale to get to passion is more strenuous. This is a lot clearer to you if you Google vibrational scale and you look at some visuals than when I refer to climb. You'll actually visually have an understanding of what I mean. Our agenda for today's episode is first how this topic became relevant to me this week. And our second segment will be four steps to move up the vibrational scale. Finally, if you've been enjoying this podcast and getting value from this podcast, your support through a rate and review on Apple Podcasts makes a world of a difference. If you've been listening, then please leave a review. That's how this podcast is able to grow and sustain. I appreciate you and let's get into it. Peace is on the way to passion was a very resonant phrase that hit home for me this week when listening to motivational speeches from Abraham Hicks, which I shared last week on our podcast episode around self-love versus self-care. Such deep resonance, peace is on the way to passion. Peace is on the way to passion even during stressful and difficult times. If you've ever found yourself, and I've found myself many a time, during really kind of strenuous portions of my life where I felt like absolutely weighed down by a lot of the distractions of life, I still stepped into the shower. And as I stepped into the shower and I felt more peaceful, oh, brilliant ideas arose, innovative ideas, sparks, visions in those peaceful moments. My mind was more able to come to a higher level. Pow. And this is so common. I've personally felt with my lifestyle having just like really relishing in these moments of peace. It's really great to not be a nine to five, to not be working as much. It comes with trade-offs, obviously, financially. It comes with some other things. But what I came to realize with the statement of peace is on the way to passion is that, yeah, I just don't feel passionate about some of the opportunities that are being presented to me. 
for example, I could spend a whole bunch of time shooting video footage and editing it and sharing it with these brands for some brand partnerships on social media that have been offered to me, but it doesn't excite me. Maybe because the rate doesn't excite me, the creative vision doesn't excite me, the brand or product doesn't excite me, so I'm saying no thanks. I'm declining a good amount of thanks because I'd rather choose zero dollars in my piece instead of scurrying around stressing to create something that's not exciting me. It's not even at passion. It's below the vibration of passion. It's not even at excitement. So it's kind of below peace. And that's why I'm not as attracted to it. However, in this motivational speech from Abraham Hicks I was listening to, the conversation also went into the fact that you will feel this peace on your way to passion, but most of us would rather still feel passion over peace. Is that true for you? Would you rather feel peaceful all the time or would you rather feel passionate? I think most of us would rather feel passionate. I'd rather feel passionate personally. When I feel passionate, I feel more alive. When I feel peaceful, I feel really alive for sure, but not as high in vibration. And I think that's a helpful introduction to think about vibration. It's not that I didn't want to do the extra work because I'm lazy. It just really didn't elicit a vibration above where I currently was. And I didn't need the money. I'm in a comfortable place where I can decline things. And I'm thankful for that reason. Because I still aim to feel passionate about life, I say, oh, good. I'm not becoming this like recluse spiritual person who's not engaged with the world. I truly do care about being more fiery and more passionate, not just content and lean back. I think a lot of the marketing behind great love in romantic comedies, et cetera, is still so successful because most of us also still want to feel that highest vibration. We want to feel not just in a relationship that's peaceful and content and we get along. We want to feel passionate. We want to feel engaged with our heart. We want to feel expressive. We want to feel freedom. We want to feel appreciation. And that is what romantic comedies are good at showing the beginning of. They tend to not show full-length relationships, but they show the beginning of those moments and those higher vibrations, which is hugely attractive, very desirable. Anyways, the next section is about learning how we can move up our vibrational emotional scale so that we can obviously have a higher just default equilibrium state of vibration, but also so we're closer to passion so we have more self-awareness as to what is bringing us up those vibrations and what's bringing us down so let's get into that for this segment i'm looking at lawofattraction.com law of attraction learning to move up your emotional scale Yes, my emotional scale and vibrational scale are often used interchangeably. And there's so many scales that exist online that have different words attached to them. So you might see the word peace on some scales. You might not see the word peace on some scales. You might see passion on some scales. You might not see passion on some scales. It doesn't really matter. I think the most important piece is that you feel in your body, right? When you're in a lower vibrational state, for instance. Here's one technique. This is little bit off topic but 
if you're ever feeling frustration, frustrated over something and you feel like it's hard to let go, what you can actually do is start to feel channel anger. You can scream. And if you scream, then you release frustration because you've gone to a lower vibrational scale to then bring yourself back up. It's a little bit confusing, but if you had this little festering frustration, the power of anger actually like cleanses you. You know, punch a pillow, start unleashing your anger and don't let it just simmer and stay at a boil because that causes a lot of health issues and that stirring is something that people can feel. You're not hiding it, you're not hiding it from yourself and it continues to fester and grow. So might as well just push it through. But anyways, law of attraction isn't just about techniques and tricks. It's a, truly about a full lifestyle. How can you have an emotional state where you can impact the life of yourself in a healthy way and help the lives of others? When you move up the emotional vibrational scale, you can have more harmonious days, more joyous days on a daily experience and therefore share that with others. You can manifest more, bring yourself more in tune with your intentions, etc. And it starts with how are you thinking and how are you feeling? By looking at emotional guidance scale, you can maybe gauge that. So yeah, this would be a moment where I highly encourage looking at something in front of you, but I will verbally describe what the scale is. Beginning with the bottom up to the top. Starting at the bottom of your emotional scale, the lowest of lows vibrationally is fear, grief, despair, powerlessness. You move from there to insecurity, guilt, unworthiness, up to jealousy, then up to hatred and rage, then up to anger and revenge, then up to discouragement. Then you're getting to blame. We're still starting to slowly climb out of some of the negatives. Then we're in worry, feel a lot of stress, anxiety. Above that is doubt. If you feel like you are having self-consciousness, you feel imposter syndrome. Above that is disappointment. Oh, what if this doesn't work out? Your default keeps slipping still into the negative. Above that is overwhelm. I'm just worried about the future. What could be? What could be? A vibration above that, finally, in a little bit more neutrality is some irritation, maybe just impatience. Vibrationally above that, a little pessimism. A vibrationally above that is just boredom, which often sometimes people see as neutrality, but nope. Above that, finally, we're in a little bit of positive vibes. We're at contentment. Things feel more peaceful. They feel more balanced. Above that, hopefulness. Above that, you have positive expectation. You have belief. You have optimism. And above that, you have enthusiasm. You have eagerness. You have happiness. Above that is passion. Really feeling engaged with your whole heart. And the last but not least is enlightenment, joy, appreciation, feeling empowered, feeling freedom, feeling love. So it's a lot to move from a state where you feel insecurity, unworthiness. You're working from a place of desperation, as you mentioned. Maybe you're jealous, you're moved by envy, 
versus when you're working from a place of hopefulness, belief, positivity, you're working with more ease. You're not fighting with yourself. When you're working from ease, things flow to you more easily. With this section, I'll talk about how we can move up our emotional vibrational scale using four techniques. So the first step to moving up your emotional vibrational scale is to prime yourself from the beginning. To wake up in the morning and before you move into any conscious thinking too heavily, try to connect with positivity. Focus for one to two minutes on what you're grateful for. Take a few minutes and meditate. Take some time to do activities that really make you feel joyous and move you up your vibrational scale. Maybe that's dance. Maybe that's yoga. Maybe that's listening to an empowering motivational speech. Maybe that's taking a walk outside. But the sooner that you can connect to a higher vibration, priming your vibrational alignment, um, yeah, the better you'll feel. You're starting in a great state because when you're sleeping, you're in your unconscious. So to wake up, you are beginning fresh. You're starting a blank slate. And what so many people do is they start their day thinking about things that were attached to yesterday or what they have to do or completely pulling themselves back into a state that isn't necessary for them to be in. Tip two is balancing the scale. Yes, you can't avoid hard difficulties and hardship during the day and negative vibes and people who demand things of you, but you can also choose to not entrench yourself in the vibrations of others. So if you try to take five to ten minutes to reflect during your day, take a moment to pause during the day, break up meetings with a little meditation, break up events, and just take time for deep breathing, step away from people, then you can help balance yourself out and remove yourself, extract yourself from those situations. Tip three is maintaining your place on the scale. There are so many things that you can do to maintain where you are on the emotional scale. You can do a lot of joyful activities and insert them throughout your day. You can make sure that you're committing to honoring your inner child, asking yourself, what would make you really happy to do today? What would be something delicious that you'd love to eat? What's something that would bring you so much joy? What's a way that I can make you feel more free? In what way do you need to be loved? And asking ourselves these questions can help us feel good. And four, last but not least, is managing unconscious emotional scale. So in the same way that people are very uh, into the morning ritual because of the mention of number one, which was really priming yourself on that scale to be at a higher vibration, number two is also important. What are you doing before bed? Because before you slip into the unconscious dream state, a lot of what you're doing slips into your unconsciousness. So I find if I do anything on social media, which is why I put my phone away an hour at least before bed, it really drags me down. I start dreaming about comparing myself to people's luxurious lifestyles or it just, it rarely has done anything positive. It puts my 
my mind in a very fast-paced state. So I feel a huge difference when I read before bed. So again, those steps were first priming your scale, waking up in the morning and setting, focusing on the positive, tuning to meditation, all of those morning ritual practices, balancing your scale, taking breaks from people and the negativity that exists in life, maintaining your place on the scale, really tuning into the things that bring you joy so that you'll stay at that higher vibration. And last but not least, your unconscious emotional skill before you fall fall asleep. What are you doing? Is it going to support you waking up and feeling good? Is it going to support dreams or nightmares? Think about it. I hope that this podcast episode has been valuable to you. Moving up the vibrational scale is no small thing. Everything that I mentioned takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to step away in moments that are difficult and take time to breathe or meditate and reset yourself. That is truly a spiritual practice and it's a practice of self-discipline, right? It's a practice of self-love to honor yourself enough to know that you need to continue to bring yourself up vibrationally so that you can continue to show up for others, be available for them in a way that's supportive and helpful, in a way that's more patient. Because what we can do often if we're around people or we're engaged with things and we're getting so sucked in, yeah, we're starting to fall down the vibrational scale and we don't even realize it. So we're at this point of impatience and then desperation and then we're like, fuck it, I'm just doing anything that comes my way. I'm just going to give myself to this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to help this person. And then all of a sudden you're resenting those decisions and it's a deep spiral. So how you can spiral out of that is taking a pause, getting objective, taking time to nurture the things that you love, to honor yourself, to love yourself, to care for yourself so that you can be a thriving artist, not that starving artist. So you can be more on path to easily be in passion from that state of peace. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I'm super grateful to be a resource to you and to be on this creative journey with you. If you've been enjoying this podcast, your support makes a huge difference. Leave a rate and review at Apple Podcasts. You can find me at Anisa Benitez on Instagram and TikTok. You are no starving artist. I'm so grateful to be learning and growing and vibing higher with you. I appreciate you.